way. Even if he doesn't feel like he can handle anything, he needs to hear his father's belief in him. He needs to hear me say those words that I believe in him. Because just like the guys that I coach, I know he has it within him, even if he doesn't know he has it within him. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Rising Father Podcast. I'm Chris Rodak. I don't even know what I'm going to talk about today. And that's one of the things I am proud of myself about. This podcast is going to go out, be heard by thousands of people, and I'm okay making some mistakes. But that's kind of what this podcast is all about. It's about not being afraid, putting yourself out there, transformation, growth, being the absolute best you can be, and not letting the fear of failure keep you stuck. It's time for me to record a solo podcast, so I'm recording one. And we've had a lot of, I mean, there's tons of stuff I can talk about. We had a camping trip with our best friends. One of my other buddies, who I'll interview soon, just won a bodybuilding competition. He shredded, um, just went live with James McLeod. And a lot of exciting things happening in my world. Uh, coaching programs growing. Um, man, everything's transforming. My life is transforming, not without chaos, not without resistance, not without the occasional banana peel that I slip on, but nonetheless, not being afraid and continually moving forward. And actually, that brings up a good lesson because I was like telling stories, especially about my kids. And I was talking with my son, Nathan, about failure because as I learned these lessons in life, and I try to be very intentional about capturing the wisdom of my day. So as I learn these lessons, I want to give them to my kids because if they leave me without the wisdom that I have learned, then I'm failing. I've failed. So I was talking to Nathan about failure, about how he doesn't have to let that stop him from trying things because he wants to be a business owner when he's older. He wants to run a jiu-jitsu gym, he wants to be a professional basketball player, he wants to be a comedian, he wants to be everything. So there are many lessons that I've learned over these past years that I've only learned over the past years, okay? Since I went out on my own, since I transformed myself, since I've been very, very intentional about making myself a better person. I've learned many, many lessons, and I'm writing them down. And I want to make sure my kids have them. So we're talking about failure. And Nathan was talking about um, going to school and being late. Okay, Simple situation, big lessons. Because my wife was gone. She had to do some blood work at a lab. And then it was my job to take the kids to school. And she normally does because she teaches where they go to school. So I said, sure. I remember the old days whenever I used to take Lauren and Nathan to school. I loved it. We would sing every day in the car and it was just an amazing time. And then I remember the last day I took Lauren to school and I remember the last day I took Nathan to school. Like I remember all those. Anyway, it's getting a thousand messages from my wife. <laughs> 
just getting nonstop barrages of messages. And it's never in one paragraph. It's always like one sentence, one sentence, one sentence. And my desk was just nonstop vibrating. So anyway, I'll try to cut part of that out. I was talking about the last time I took Lauren to school, the last time I took Nathan to school. And I remember I said, thought to myself, this is the end of an era. This is end of, the end of a phase of my life. But I appreciated it. And I was so happy that I was very, very intentional about these moments, driving them to school, driving them to daycare. I remember the first day I did it. I remember the last day I did it. I remember videotaping many of these car rides, thinking I'm going to want to look back at these moments. And I have probably hundreds of hours of video of just me and my kids in our car, driving, talking, them messing with me, me messing with them. Because I wanted to remember what they sounded like and talked like and the things that we would do in the car back then. And I try to do that with every phase of the life we're in. But I was very happy that back then I was extremely intentional and present and knew the importance of just these little moments of spending time with my kids. But I remember when that was over. And it was a little sad, but also the beginning of a beautiful new phase and era of life. So anyway, a little tangent. I was driving my kids to school this morning, and they were going to be a couple minutes late. They ended up not being late, but they thought they were going to be a couple minutes late because my car was on E. I had to stop and get gas, and then our dog was acting really cute before we left the house, so everyone wanted to pet him and play with him for an extra five, ten minutes, so they were going to be late. And Nathan started freaking out a little bit. He was like, oh, my God, what what am I going to do? He's like, what's the plan, Dad? Like, what, what are we going to do if we're late? I said, it doesn't matter, man. Nothing's going to happen. I said, what? I said, what is the worst thing that can happen? And here's the lesson. And this is what helps me also. If I have an irrational fear of what if blank happens, take it to the end. What is the worst possible scenario? What is the worst thing that can happen to you? Okay, so you go to school. You're late. All of a sudden, the principal marches out of the office and starts screaming at you in the middle of the hallway. Will that happen, Nathan? No, he said, laughed. Okay, and then you go upstairs, and you're two minutes late, and your teacher just humiliates you in front of you. Will that happen, Nathan? No. I said, so what could happen? Well, I guess I would just walk up to class a little bit late. I said, would the entire class turn and point at you? No, I think I would just sit down. Yeah, nothing would happen. And I said, and even if the worst possible thing happened, could you handle it? And he was quiet. But this is the lesson. This is what keeps us stuck. It's we don't trust ourselves that if the worst happened, if failure came and grabbed us, what would we do? We don't think we'd be able to handle it. So I want to make sure my kids can handle it. Not even their abilities. I want their belief in themselves to be great. I want them to have this unshakable belief in who they are that if, you know, if things don't go my way, if failure comes, if I try to do something and it doesn't work out, I'm going to be okay. I have that belief in myself. That's what I am developing. I don't have a master. I still get scared. I still have doubt. I still have those th thoughts that nothing's going to work out like every guy does. Except that I'm getting better at when I feel those feelings and hear those thoughts of taking a step in that direction. Whereas many people and me in the past would step away from it. 
and it would scare us and it would keep us stuck in jobs we don't want to be at and it would keep us stuck in bed not waking up it would keep us frozen stiff feeling those feelings of what if this doesn't work out because I can't guarantee it's not gonna work out I'm gonna stay still and you just stay stuck forever like a like an ice age dinosaur like a woolly mammoth never progressing just frozen in time and you know if you're if you are 45 years old and you're thinking man I didn't do it by now I should be blank I should be wealthier healthier happier more confident I should be more like I should be more by now and you, and you know what to do it's not it's not complicated it is hard but it's not complicated you know to eat healthy you know to go to the gym you know yet you should wake up earlier to start a side hustle and you know you should hire a coach you know there's programs like mine available that can spur you in every single one of these aspects like you know what to do but then you think uh oh what if I make an investment and then I don't do the thing because in the past I haven't done the thing and I've quit and I've been scared what if I do that again Nah, I'm not gonna try it or what if what if I try to go to the gym and they're closed and people look at me and they say why is this why is this fat guy working out? And what if someone? What if I'm wearing the wrong thing? And what if I don't have the right gym membership? What if I? What if I get the wrong foods? And what if five years? You start to intentionally keep yourself stuck by these what if nightmare scenarios. And I don't want my son to think that way. I don't want my daughter to think that way, because that used to keep me stuck. I used to stay stuck with progress in lots of areas of my life because of uh, because of those thoughts when the breakthrough happens whenever you say it doesn't have to work out it doesn't have to work out because if it doesn't work out I will be okay I believe in me me as a person my brain my soul my willpower my discipline that I have developed I believe in that I am an engine that can't be stopped so if the external world that I can't control if that falls apart I am still me I can still succeed and I want my kids to think that way so like I said big lessons from a small situation he was gonna be late for school what if he was late for school what would happen what if he didn't get there perfectly on time what would he do can he handle it so I just flat out said to him, I said, Nathan, it doesn't matter. I said, you could handle it. I said, I could throw you, I was half joking. I said, I could throw you into the middle of the city and by the end of the night, you'd be running that thing. And he laughed, he smiled. I said, that's, that's who you are, man. You can, you can handle anything. And even if he doesn't feel that way, even if he doesn't feel like he can handle anything, he needs to hear his father's belief in him. He needs to hear me say those words that I believe in him. Because just like the guys that I coach, I know he has it within him, even if he doesn't know he has it within him. I can see it in my son. I can see an amazing fire. I can see empathy, wisdom, passion, just insane potential that I know he doesn't see right now. Like I see him, when I look at him, I see him 20, 30, 40 years old, just wildly successful. 
at whatever he does because he is so passionate. He's so empathetic. He's so vibrant of a person. He's so outgoing. I just know he's going to be, I know his future is crazy successful and bright. And he might not see it. But when I t- he needs to know that I see that within him so to spur him on to growth. I remember inspiring adults who told me that they believed in me when I didn't believe in myself. And their belief in me caused me to have something to live up to. Because many times we don't believe in ourselves. And someone will come along and say, no, you are great. And then we align our actions to live up to that vision. We say, no, this this coach said that I'm going to be making $100,000 a month next year. I can do that. I'm going to do what it takes to get there. Or this coach said that, you know, I'm going to have an eight-pack in six months. I can do it. And you look at yourself in the mirror and you think, that's not me. It's not me. For me, it was professors. I had a lot of great professors who inspired me, who told me that I would be great. And then I wanted to, I wanted to make them proud. I wanted to live up to their vision of me. And then that elevated my own vision of myself. And then I became a better person because of it, because of outside influences. No, I am not 1000% responsible for every part of my life. I've had great teachers. I've had great coaches. I've had great older people who have lifted me up. And now as a father, as an, as an aging man, this guy's 36 years old, he's a coach, leader of a community. I do that for other people now. And that's what you get to do for your family, for your kids, for your employees and community. But you can only lead as far as you have built yourself. You can only lead as far as you have led yourself. So if you haven't built yourself into someone who has wisdom and experience and constantly goes after self-progress in every aspect of their life, you have nothing to teach people. If you think you've got it all figured out, if you kind of stay stagnant in your learning and growth, then you have a very, very limited ability to lead. So continue building yourself so you can lead people. Back to my son. So this ended up, I ended up taking this conversation as a very good learning opportunity and lesson I could teach him. But I didn't do it in an annoying, patronizing father way. I was making jokes and we were laughing and Lauren was laughing in the back, cackling, Lauren cackles. And we were just talking through scenarios. I said, and I was making these ridiculous um, scenarios. I said, oh my God, Nathan, what if, what if you walk in five minutes late and a tiger comes out and eats you because you're late? And I said it seriously and he would start laughing. And he was like, oh yeah, yeah. And so he eventually, after all of these, you know, ridiculous scenarios, he just was like, all right, dad, I get it. It's not that big of a deal. So now this is something that I'm going to I'm going to have to address. It's something that I'm going to have to work in. It's a lesson that I'm going to make sure that I teach both of my kids and be intentional about is the huge lesson that failure is okay, that it's okay. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to have everything figured out. You you can make mistakes and just keep on going. They don't have to define you. 
failure doesn't define you. You don't need to beat yourself up twice, once for the mistake and then once for your emotional reaction to the mistake. And maybe a third time, the third time being you define yourself in a negative way because of everything that just happened. It's that cascading effect of beating ourselves to a pulp instead of saying, yeah, this is part of the process. Like I took, I was in a, I have other coaches as well. And we talk about fatherhood, being a husband, being a man, just life in general, philosophy. And we were talking about this on a call with him. I said, yeah, you know, you look, you can look around and compare yourself to people. And you think, man, I'm, I'm far behind. I should be further ahead right now. And he gave a visualization of looking at yourself on a staircase and, you know, looking at only the steps that you fell down. But you look up the staircase and you look down the staircase and you just see infinite ascending and descending stairs. And you say, oh my God, I have made a massive journey so far. And we look down the stairs and then you look up and you say, I've got a massive way to go. Because it never ends. Who we want to be is never clearly defined and we don't want to limit ourselves. You know, so you can out surpass every goal and vision you have for yourself. That staircase doesn't ascend whenever you say, I've made it. I am the pinnacle of what I can become. Then that staircase just is just a hallway. But if you believe there's more out there for you, then you continue to rise and you continue to push yourself and you continue to ascend those stairs. You say, oh, I've, I've taken five steps up and maybe two steps back. No, maybe, and you look up and down, you just see steps going up and down. There's no end in sight. There's no beginning. I'm exactly where I should be. And this, this visualization that he gave us was, was so perfect because we compare ourselves so often. We don't know anyone else's story. It's like going to the gym as a 300-pound guy and seeing some, some ripped dude. And think, well, why am I not that right now? And it's your second day at the gym, and he's been going for five years. And maybe he was 300 pounds, and now he's 195 pounds, and he's just shredded. You say, why am I not that shredded guy right now? I will not be happy until I am that man, which means for another two years, I'm not going to be happy. If you think like that, then you're not going to be happy, and you're going to tear down everyone in your life. What has worked for me is saying, okay, as long as I do the things that the man I want to become does, I can confidently say, I am that man. I can confidently say, I am on the road to where I want to be. The vision I have for myself will happen as long as I am doing the things that that man in the vision does. Does that man get up and go to the gym? Yes, then I'm going to get up and go to the gym. Does that man track what he eats? He does. Is that man disciplined? Yes. Does that man work at providing for his family, at pr protecting his family, of being a great husband and father? Yes, he does. That's the kind of man I want to be. So I'm going to do those things right now. And even if I don't hit those benchmarks today, as long as I'm doing the routines and actions, the results will come if I'm consistent, if I don't give up when I fail, if I rebound when I make a mistake, if I don't destroy my identity with every little failure that happens. As long as I'm consistent, don't beat myself up, and push myself, then I can achieve anything. You know what helps? A brotherhood.
guys, guys who are along the way, coaching, mentorship, systems, knowing what to do, all of these things. Like you can, you can go it alone. It's possible, but I went alone for a long time. I didn't get any bonus points. It just took me longer to get to where I wanted to be. That's it. It just takes, it just makes your family wait for the best version of you a little bit longer. And then you miss out on all the amazing people that you you could network with along the way as you rise. So don't insist on going through this journey alone. It's actually selfish if you insist on making your transformation alone and doing this journey because you're not bringing anyone with you. You're not bringing anyone along the way and forcing them to rise with you. If you are open and honest about the struggles and failures in your life, but say, hey, this is where I was, this is where I am now, do you know how many millions of guys are right now where you once were if you have transformed your life? They want to know how you did it. They want to feel what you feel. They want to look at themselves and love that guy and have their wife love them and be attracted to them and just get that life back that they once had that's missing right now. And there's guys living that life right now. And you want to rob that from them by going it alone? Don't go it alone. And if you're the guy who wants that, surround yourself by guys who have done it. Seriously. Like, yes, we. there's many programs and brotherhoods out there. And just like, guys, let's cut to the chase. You know that you know the phrase. You know the saying. You are the what, some of the five people you surround yourself with, something like that? It's true. It is true. If you are surrounded by losers, you will probably be a loser. If you surround yourself by people who are in better shape than you, and you hang out with them, and you fill their thoughts, you fill your head with their thoughts, then you will become more in shape. If you join groups of people who make more money than you, who know how to make more money with you, and you network and talk to them, you will then make more money. Because you know more. It's the way it works. <laughs> it's just the truth. I don't wanna I don't wanna baby step around it. Like you get yourself around some people who want who are where you are and you can change your life. Whether that's my group or someone else's group, or maybe it's not even a group, maybe it's just you know, a networking event. Or you say, Hey, I want to learn how to do real estate, and you go to a real estate um, seminar and you say, oh, now all of a sudden I know how to do it because I'm around people who know how to do it. Going it alone is, I don't know why that became so popular and is such like a fantasy for some guys. It's, it's like a badge of honor. There's all those memes out there, mostly by fat guys who are lonely of like, you know, the, the lion, the lion with like the black and white face and his eyes bleeding. He's like, I don't need anyone. I, I'm going on this journey alone. You know, you're either with me or you're behind me. I'm going to step. There's that whole vibe out there of the of the tough guy. And it's just smoke and mirrors. That's not true. People that are really successful surround themselves with successful people. Like every millionaire I know has millionaire friends, is in men's groups, has their own. Um, they have their own coalition of guys that build them up because they want to share the success they're like the nicest people they're supportive they will help with you they will bring you up so don't believe that 
because there's a definite niche and um, whirlpool of shit you can, you can dive down to an Instagram of just like this uh, this lonely man warrior archetype out there who doesn't need anyone. He's going to die on his sword, and uh, it's depressing. Don't do that. You don't have to go down that road. You can be strong, joyful, passionate, giving, sharing your success, bring other people up, accept help, and be in that world too. It's a much better world to be in. I don't know how we got there from talking about driving my kids to school, but that's how this works. That's what this podcast is. Um, I think I'll end it there for 25 minutes. So glad I got that out. And there's a lot of great things we I talked about. Guys, you can reach out to me anytime. If you ever want to reach out to me, don't send me an email. Send me a message on Instagram. I check my email, but not religiously. I'm still in PTSD from my teacher days of checking email and getting like the random mail email from a parent that said, Mr. Rodak, why does my little angel boy have a 99% instead of 100%? And then me having to respond politely to them. So <laughs> I don't like checking my email. So send me a DM on Instagram if you want to reach out and talk about anything here for you. We've got an awesome, see what we have going on. If you ever want to buy some Rising Father shirts, I've had people reach out to me about that. Um, you can just go to risingfather.com slash shop. And there's some shirts and hoodies. I think we even, even have a mug. I'm, I'm going to be redesigning my website very soon. So I'm going to make the shop more present, the podcast more present, the coaching program more present. But that's like a long-term project. Hopefully not too long-term. Um, but that's happening. But it's risingfather.com slash shop if you want any of our merch. Um, podcast, subscribe, YouTube channel. Make sure you're on that, sharing those videos. Coaching program, Man on Fire. You can reach out about that. It's awesome. It's, 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 it's inspiring. Uh, we'll be coming out with some other stuff as well. But just stay um, stay plugged in. We've got free guides for you. We have a marriage guide. We have a macro guide. We have a father-son workout guide. All kind of cool stuff. So stay plugged in. Stay engaged. Reach out anytime. You guys are awesome. <laughs>